Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now, here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey. Hi, and welcome to episode 49 of You Don't Say. And today's episode is called A Cup of Joe. Where does this oh. expression come from? <laughs> Well, first of all, when we talk about a cup of joe, I mean, it's considered a, an American expression to mean coffee. Um, but the, there is a lot of debate about where it comes from. But I'm going to go with one of her theories where there was a ship and the captain of the ship or the president of, I think, the Navy, actually, ordered that all alcohol be prohibited on the naval vessels. And the strongest drink that could be drunk on the ships was coffee. And so the people who, the sailors, the poor sailors who were obviously hoping for, a, I don't know, what did, what did they drink, rum? Yeah. <laughs> to make a stereotype. Um, were so unhappy that they started calling the coffee a cup of joe. As if like, oh, this is the only, the strongest thing we can drink. So, yeah, but now Cup of Joe almost kind of, it's a common name, like Joe too. So it's kind of like a generic, like a common man drink. So Cup of Joe is like the common man. So it's, yeah, also mm-hmm. connected with that. So coffee, it's international. It's, is it, I don't know if it's more drunk in the world than tea. I mm. think so. Think so? Yeah. I definitely have to admit that when I meet people who don't drink coffee, I feel it's kind of like, I don't know, weird. It's like, how can you not drink coffee? It's so part of my life <laughs> and to wake me up in the morning that it's like, wow, how do you start your day without coffee? What about you? Are you do you drink tea or coffee in the morning? See, it depends. Okay, I'm going to say the first drink that I reach for is some form of tea yeah yeah and then coffee will come a little bit later in the day mm-hmm. yeah and I don't have to drink coffee every day try yeah. not to drink coffee every day because then <laughs> start to really like coffee <laughs> <laughs> no I I can I can I, ha- I like one a day yeah, yeah. so I can drink I might drink two or three but definitely that I need a morning coffee so yeah so, yeah, so we're going to talk about coffee today, coffee traditions. I'll start off by talking a little bit about Australia. So uh, Australia is crazy for coffee. We took a lot of the coffee traditions from the Italians and the Greeks who migrated to Australia, and we really, really got into it. I think maybe we have such a great outdoor um outdoor cafes, outdoor society. So it's just one of those things you sit at the table, have a coffee at a nice cafe, talk to friends. It's very, very strong in our culture. Um, And we take it seriously, like, you know, people doing courses, learning all the different ways to make the best coffee from the best coffee bean in the best machine. Even my mom has like a serious coffee machine in her house where she can make cappuccino and cafe latte and she you know spent ridiculous amount of money on it just so she can have good coffee in the house so and we also invented the flat white which is um a milky coffee 
um, and it's now drunk in places around the world yeah. as well. It's one of my that's, favorite that's coffees. Australia. It is pretty good. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's Australia. And then the UK is, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people have said the coffee is not that good. It's like you have to kind of. It depends where you go. You you need to know the place to go. Like, mm. obviously, we have the big chain, coffee chains, but they all vary. And I'd say, like, the best place to go for coffees are those small, independent coffee houses where people really care about the quality of the coffee, mm. um, yep. all those little things. But I think coffee's become popular over, say, the last 10 years. But before that, we were just, we were tea people. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, when I, I came to Spain, I found it a bit difficult because I moved from Italy, where generally the quality of, for me, the coffee is really amazing. And it's, yeah, it's different here. I don't know what they do, but it's stronger. They tend to make it hotter. Um, but, yeah, it's the same kind of like the UK. If you really want a good coffee, you need to go hunting. Yeah. Look for the, the people who really care. And you can really – that's when you really notice the difference. Um, but of course I have very fond memories of my time in Italy and I really embraced the coffee culture when I was there because when you go to a typical bar in Italy, especially in a city in the morning when everybody's rushing off to work, you know, a lot of people will have their breakfast there. Um, and it's such an efficient thing. Like you've got, the barista who's at the bar and he'll just like look around and everybody's like paid for their coffee already. And he just yeah. like, you know, looks like, and everybody says, you know, cappuccino, macchiato, solo, you know, like, and everyone's just going boom, boom, which coffee they want. And then he just goes, wow. lines them all up and oh, just wow. sends them all out on the bar. And it's like amazing show, like how efficient oh. they are. And they collect all the plates again, but it's a quick process. You drink your coffee really quickly um and usually short it's not something that you take a lot of time to and and that was a bit of an adjustment I thought it was so much fun but on the other hand I came from a culture in Australia where a bit like the British you sit Mm. have your coffee it sits there for a while gets cold (laughs) gets cold (laughs) yeah I, I I've been known to never finish a cup of tea I think it's always like two-thirds drunk like yeah yeah it goes cold and you're like okay that's it yeah it's normal no yeah I think so well actually I've got a cup of tea in front of me and I didn't finish it yeah exactly and sometimes I do the same with coffee if I'm working at home yeah so what other experiences have you had of coffee drinking I was really surprised when I went to South Korea for the first time how many coffee shops there were and mm. how many people how much people drank coffee and all the different flavors of coffee that you could get for example in their convenience stores you'd get um iced coffees that had mm. flavors like caramel or hazelnut and i was like wow this is great i love this mm. yeah yeah but yeah i don't know about this like adding flavors to coffee i no. mean do you do it? Okay, so I don't do it all the time. Mm. It's generally I have my coffee without something sweet in it. But there are days and I'm like, oh, I just want to treat myself. Mm. So I'll add a little bit of 
syrup to it. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. So just to maybe make it feel a bit special. Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah well, I'll confess that sometimes I put cinnamon in mine. If I go maybe to a cafe, they have an option to add yeah. a nice sprinkler on top of the milk. So, yeah, I like milky coffees. I'm, I'm big on milk. And if possible, I don't drink it with sugar. And mm. I, I find that if it's a good coffee, I don't need sugar. It usually, if I go to like a typical Spanish bar, yeah. <laughs> I usually need to put oh, sugar in it. It's usually, I know if it's good coffee or not, depending on if I need to put sugar in it. So, yeah. But that's really just became a health thing, like not, like not eating sugar so much. So, mm. I sort of got used to the, the taste of it without sugar. Yeah. But before I used to have to, to put it in mm. do you do you put sugar no not anymore in the beginning no. when i started mm. drinking coffee yeah. i did um but yeah i've stopped because it's really not good for you mm. yeah yeah especially if you drink a few a day so yeah um but yeah one thing that i found a little funny in italy was like there's this big culture of coffee drinking you know it should be good quality coffee yeah but then when I was working in offices and teaching they had a lot of coffee machines in the offices and they were drinking machine coffee you know and I'm thinking wow in Australia I would never drink coffee from a machine like usually it's the worst coffee and I remember thinking gosh Italians doing that it's crazy you know even in a little plastic cup mm. but I must admit it was better than than our coffee it was drinkable but it was a bit sad it was like in this little mm. plastic cup and just they drink it and I don't oh. know. So, but yeah they don't have this kind of um culture of having a kitchen where you can make your own coffee so they had to use these machines so yeah the typical australian office life would have a kitchen a kitchen where you make a cup of tea or coffee yeah exactly like here in the uk and you'd have your little kitchen at work and then someone would say does anyone want a drink and they'd go around and ask everyone go and make a drink and come back with a tray of drinks and that's like a bonding experience yeah no so they didn't have that you'd go to the machine and stand around have a chat or if you really had time and I think it was nicer they do this here in Spain too you go out of the office and you go to a bar and you have a coffee break a real coffee break and I think that can be oh, nice, nice too yeah maybe yeah it's probably because the coffee is not that expensive so it's easy to do maybe in London you wouldn't do it because you no. know <laughs> <laughs> if you did it every day I don't know so yeah but um yeah no so that's nice it, it's social so yeah but I got a bit crazy about the the environment environmental issue of the coffee too because every time they were drinking machine um, coffee it was a plastic cup and so i started to get a bit angry about that i was like come on yeah Why? not getting recycled probably no mm. that was a bit of a pet peeve for me so and then it's interesting you know we talk about colombian coffee as being one of the best coffees in the world because obviously it's grown there and the coffee beans are considered one of the best. Um, but uh, the coffee they drink is really 
really different. There's, I mean, they have different types, but there is one they call sort of Tinto, and it's a really weak coffee. My, my babysitter's from there, and then a friend was telling me the other day when he went to Colombia, he was like, oh, it's really weak style coffee. But they drink it probably because they drink it a lot during yeah. the day, even at night. Oh. So, yeah, so going to Colombia can be an interesting experience for coffee because it's di- drunk differently. Yeah. So you've been to Korea and noticed how, how is the coffee in China? Do they have a coffee culture? There was. It was there was a coffee culture. Hmm. Was that yes, there was. Um mm. Starbucks was one of the most popular places yeah. to go and get yeah. coffee. And it'd be like you'd go and get your coffee and you'd see people taking pictures of their coffee in their Starbucks cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it'd end up on social media later. It's more like mm-hmm. a kind of like a status thing if you yeah. can afford to. Yeah, I think go it was that. the same in Japan when yeah. I was there. Like yeah, Starbucks was where you went for coffee. It's probably changed now, but yeah, in those days it was like that. So and then we couldn't we couldn't finish the episode without mentioning the shock and horror of Italians when they watch people drinking milky coffees after lunch or even particularly after dinner and it's quite a common thing like maybe Germans they really love milky coffee French and so after a big meal yeah they'll order a cappuccino or something and for Italians when they see this they just like their their tongue and their mouth is wide open like what are they doing they just can't understand it's like milky coffee after lunch just doesn't happen it should be black it helps you it helps you digest this way if you have too much milk you're going to be ill and also generally you're full you've just eaten a big meal so happy having said this my mom has a very strange tradition she when she we go to a cafe before we have lunch, she has a coffee and she has a big milky coffee before eating lunch. And then she has lunch. Oh. Yes. No, I don't know if it's just her, but <laughs> oh. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just like a drink for her. So, yeah. So what about you? Are you, can you have a big milky coffee after your dinner? Oh, no, definitely not. I don't even drink coffee after like about one o'clock. Yeah. After lunch? Mm. Probably what about didn't. a milky tea? Would you have a milky tea after lunch? I've got to be in the mood for it. Yeah, <laughs> well, I could, yeah. I could. I am thinking I could, but I don't eat heavy lunches, so maybe if I have a light lunch, I might have a milky coffee yeah. after. Yeah, maybe not a big one. No. But, but yeah, <laughs> so, so many times Italians would just be shocked about this thing. They just can't understand. So, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, if if you go to Italy, everybody, you know just to order black coffee after mm-hmm. your meal. You can, you can order what you want, but they will laugh at you. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it for coffee. Um, we'd love to hear from our listeners about their preferred coffee. Do you like milk? Do you like sugar? I know there are some countries out there who have very strong coffee, like Turkey, for example, um yeah how do you like it weak strong how do you make it i make mine in the typical mocha little silver little um machine that's typical italian and we um cook it on the the cooker some people have coffee percolators some have machines okay. what what have you got for your coffee do you have, some people have instant coffee I've got a mocha, a mocha like too you. yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, I love it. I love the sound of it. How's it goes? Blah, 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 yeah, bubbling up. So it's quite nice. Yeah, we actually tried the Nespresso machine for a while, but we kind of missed the ritual of the mocha. You know, it's kind of special that like sound, and it's also more environmentally friendly. So, but yeah, I'm I'm going on on about the environment today, but you know, making capsules every time you have a coffee as well is not so great. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so we we we've gone back to the to the old fashioned way. So tell us, everybody, we'd love to hear from you. How do you like your coffee? And what else are we going to say? <laughs> oh, and we have a special episode coming out for our 50th episode. I know. Can you believe it? It's been nearly one year since we started the podcast and we're going to make a super secret 50th episode. So stay tuned. If you're listening on the 49th, the 50th is coming, but you'll have to listen carefully to be able to listen to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us this week on You Don't Say. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend, we'd love that too. Sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide. You can find this in the link in the show notes. Listen out for our next show, coming soon. Uh